Emmy McDonald, and welcome to Niche Reacts. I'm here with my co-host, Alex Martin. Hello. Yay! We're here, well, I was going to say live and in person. Not live, but in person. In person. Yay! Well, live for us. <laughs> live for us. Not live for you. Um, yeah, we are recording IRL, which uh, you might not be able to tell by the high quality and... Uh, general personableness of our usual records but usually we're not in person we are communing over zoom adjacent uh, seriously hey kiki you can get in the door buddy she can't find the crack in the door is she for real so we are here today to should we just get right into it i feel like we have a lot to cover we have a lot to cover uh, because today we decided that we were going to do a 2023 pop culture roundup, right? Is that what yes. we're calling it? Yeah, somehow it's October. I don't have any real memory of what happened in January. Yeah. The internet's breaking our brains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we thought it would be fun just to just to recap. We, we started on this journey because we were talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Which, which is seemingly the only thing we talk about these days. Or it's anyway. Every conversation that we have ends up coming back around to and another thing about Taylor Swift <laughs> and Travis Kelsey. So we were like, why don't we just break down the whole year? Which I guess in a lot of ways felt like the year of Taylor Swift. True. It did. The year, yeah. In the year of the era's tour. Um no, it did. Uh, and we, in putting this together and uh, running through things, as Alex said, uh, we did kind of realize how much the internet is just making us all, uh, or maybe I can't say all, but definitely making us ourselves, the purveyors of niche reacts and niche and potatoes, um, stupider and yeah. having shorter memories because there was so much shit that happened this year that we just had zero recollection of, like, not even a little bit. Just went, oh my god, that was, that was that? That was yeah, that? and there's, like, no time, like, it's, like, there's no real time. It's, like, oh, that happened two years ago? I thought that happened three months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the internet or if that's aging or, or yeah, what that is. Yeah, old hell now. Um, either way, I hate it, and I would love for it to stop. Uh, but, yeah, so we're gonna kind of go through, uh go through our I guess our rapid fire takes on uh everything yeah. that we that we didn't get a chance to talk yeah. about this and year but that definitely <laughs> definitely happened that definitely we have happened this year happened this year <laughs> nothing too serious yeah no geopolitics no no uh nothing of any real consequence no <laughs> uh just Falderall in fiddly D. <laughs> Just nonsense. So we're gonna go all the way back to January 2023. In the way, way back machine. Alright, hit me. What do we got first? What was the first thing well, that happened this year? The first thing on almost every list I looked up was just the movie Megan. <laughs> and the, that dance sequence. And I remember when this trailer came out being like, this is such an insane concept. Yeah, and the music was, it's nice to have a friend. Was it really? Do you remember that? Oh my god. And I was like, this makes this song oh, yeah. incredibly Creepy. spooky. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that 
That's kind Taylor of gave funny. the go ahead, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That's um, really good. I have nothing real to say about that other than the movie is better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I it's kind of been on my list because I've heard some people be like, "No, it's actually it, like they took the concept to a better place than they could have. Like they yeah. they worked with the concept, you know, and kind of examined some more of the interesting parts of it." For sure. Um Plus, it's Allison Williams sort of doing the meta thing, which is, like, she is now the, you know, horror, I think, as a genre, and horror fans tend to really, like, adopt people, creators, yes. actors, like that. Once you're in one horror movie, like, you belong to the horror community. So Allison Williams now gets to be creepy white lady in a yeah. horror movie. <laughs> like, unself-aware, you know, slightly like millennial Karen energy like a little bit of you know that's that's a a, yeah. a a revenue stream for her now it's like if she's ever running out of stuff to do she can be like is there an out of touch rich woman that I can play in a horror movie and uh and godspeed because she's really good at it she is there there is now something spooky about her yep 100 percent, 100 percent. something going on in those cold blue eyes and she's almost she's almost so beautiful that it's jarring jarring agreed yeah Yeah. and also like anybody who's like that like because she's that kind of pale where you're like like when i'm that pale i just look sick and she looks like she's like actually made of glass in a way that you're just like who did you sell your soul to i went to a wedding in april (laughs) and wore like a like a short dress and the way my legs look in those photos, I was like, am I a ghost? Yeah. Am I all right? Yeah. It's tough when you see, like, girls who are that pale and, like, really look good because, like, I just, I look unwell. And like, I was wearing, I, like, a black dress, which I don't... Yeah. The, like, contrast did not... Like, I don't know what favorite. it is that I don't have in my paleness, but, like, I just look like a cholera patient. It's just yeah. not good. It's just, it's just, like... She looks like she's experienced extreme blood loss. <laughs> anyway, we've already anyway. gone completely off, off okay. track. What else happened in January? So the, the, the no- We're never getting through this. We'll never- No. I was like, but, we'll get this done in an hour. Alex was like, no, we absolutely will not. The other big thing I've noted here is Miley Cyrus releases flowers. Ah, uh, yeah. And the internet- breaks down yes the timeline of Liam Hemsworth yes. Miley's divorce relationship and then Jennifer Lawrence and yes and so this had been something this is something that I feel like we're like seeing a lot of this year in particular where there were like there are things that are and maybe it's because we're like in this nostalgic space or like it's just whatever's going on with people's interpersonal relationships but we're seeing a lot of like oh this this theory this rumor this whatever has been floating around the internet for a while and now like is being acknowledged in a different way and maybe it's because a lot of this stuff used to live on like you know reddit or like what these like smaller more specific communities where you kind of had to like go out of your way to find stuff and now like you hop on tiktok and people are like rehashing this stuff all over the place but it feels like we're seeing that a lot this year of 
people going and saying like, oh, well, I had a sinking suspicion back in 2014 <laughs> based on this, right? And then they're going and like yeah. showing all of the receipts and now everybody's talking about it. And like, you do have to have some sympathy for like the celebrities who are just like, God damn it, I thought we were past this. Like, I thought we had like put this crisis to bed, but like, it really is a memory, like a reminder that the memory of the internet is forever. Is forever and ever and ever. And it's all documented. Yeah. You it's, know, like, I mean, you know, Miley Cyrus, like, her, that whole relationship. Yeah. Pretty right. much is, is online. Has always existed, like, in the time of the internet. And I'm, I don't know, you, you like, <laughs> I always wonder, like, did, did she know? Like, is it, was it that intentional? Or, or are people like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, maybe I should have wore a different dress. Right. Right. Yeah. Was this a calculated mastermind move or was this just like, oh no, I just like the way this gold dress looked and now it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of Easter Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, there was. And Jennifer Lawrence came out because she was asked about it. Yeah. And she was like, no. Yeah. They just never had any chemistry to me. That's that's the like, like, that's the real issue that I take with that entire theory (laughs) is like watch a Hunger Games movie. Like, Jennifer Lawrence has more chemistry with Woody Harrelson than she does with <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. There is no, there is not a, just not even a lick of sexual tension between those two. No. It is so chaste. It's actually off-putting. <laughs> and I mean, like, I guess when asked what you, what, what was she going to say? Like, but yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I'm now married and a mother, and uh, yeah, by the way, I did have an affair with that man. <laughs> like, that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no real way to answer that question. Yeah. Um, not, tr- not, not truthfully. truthfully yeah, right, right. But that, I mean, uh, it was a huge moment for Miley. I feel like that song has, pr- I would have to fact check this, but it has to be her biggest of her career. Which is interesting because I do think that Miley objectively has better songs than that. Lyrically, I don't think that song no. is doing much that's very special. I think it was the the production cathartic of moment that people liked, and the and it was a Mark Ronson song, wasn't it? No, it's um, he the producers of a lot of Harry's House. Oh, those guys. Yes, <laughs> there's two of them. Okay, it sounds a little bit like a Mark yeah. Ronson song, though. Like yeah. it's got that like, it, which I guess makes sense too, because it's also got the like. Well, it's got the Uptown, or the, not Uptown Funk, the, the, Bruno, Mars. the Bruno Mars song, which is, <laughs> which is a Mark Ronson song. So it's got a little bit of that going on, and, like, it, it is a bop. Like, it's just the, and I'm, I'm sorry to everyone my age that I said bop, like, ew, but, um, but it is, like, it's a, it's a hard song to not dance to. Yeah. Every time that song comes on, I'm dancing. I just don't think that it was lyrically super profound and i think that there are other songs that miley has made that are much better sidebar alex and i went to a drag show in new orleans and a one of the queens came out and did her performance to the edge of midnight remix as in the midnight sky edge of 17 remix which i somehow had not heard up to this point it's fun. Have I had that on a loop <laughs> since that night? I... Yes. It's so good. <laughs> I just <laughs> lost like all control of my body there for a moment. <laughs> um, I often, and I think I've, I heard this 
said somewhere and I was like yeah that's right I feel like Miley crushes a cover yeah but I often find some of her own music to like lack the same yeah like I don't know what it's I I don't think I like I there's a lot about Miley Cyrus that I like and as she's gotten older I think she's much like she's really come into her own as a vocalist and she can do especially like those like 80s rock covers right like she does Blondie really well she does Joan Jett she does like uh, you know all of these different like that she just absolutely crushes and I mean even doing like even when she does Dolly Parton and stuff like that like she's just got a very distinctive voice um but she's just she's not she's not a great lyricist no she and you know and and she doesn't need to be like not everybody you know not everybody needs to be or can be but like I think maybe I think she's somebody that would maybe benefit from working a little bit more with different co-writers. Yeah. And maybe totally buying agree. some songs from other people because she can, you know, not everybody is a singer-songwriter. No. Some people just like, you got a great voice and, you know, and you've got stage presence for days, which she does. Yeah. I'd watch Miley Cyrus do pretty much anything. I'm always rooting for Miley. Yeah, me too. So is my dad love that for him <laughs> but you're totally right and i we can't get i can't go further now. we got we simply must move on we're only in january all right what's next all right february <laughs> eyebrow gate oh god <laughs> oh god all right i don't know if i'm the best person to speak about i i feel like i'm only i'm not on tiktok okay one right I'm only so much in the loop. Right. But I felt like this just, like, came on so strong. It came on so strong. And out of, like, nowhere. And so fast. So, okay, for those not in the know, Eyebrowgate essentially started because Selena Gomez... (laughs) Even saying this sounds so crazy. Selena Gomez got her eyebrows laminated. Um, Don't ask me what that... I mean, I know what it looks like when you get your eyebrows laminated. I don't know what they actually do. They, like, glue them to your face. And so they slick your eyebrows up. And Selena Gomez got her eyebrows over laminated and they looked kind of crazy. And there were like some pictures or she made a YouTube video for Vogue or her beauty brand or something and like commented on how her eyebrows were over laminated. She was like, I got my eyebrows done. They're overdone. And then Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner. A Jenner. I think think it was Kylie. One of the Jenners and Hailey Bieber made some sort of video. I think so. Like with their eyebrows slicked straight up and like imitating Selena and blah, blah, blah. And the real reason that this is a problem is because Hailey, obviously Hailey Baldwin Bieber is married to Justin Bieber who, according to many on the internet, was fated by the stars to end up in love with Selena Gomez. Yeah. Which, like, here's the thing. I, I mean, this is a kind of a sidebar. It's really not the most relevant part of this conversation because we should be talking about how weird the parasocial relationship is that people have and, like, yeah. you just need to butt out of people's lives and, you know, whatever. But also, like, I know we loved them together when they were 15. 
what makes you think that man deserves her? I'm sorry. Like, why are we, why are we telling Selena Gomez that the person she should be with is the boy who she dumped for treating her like dirt when she was like high school aged, who now has got the jankiest Adam Levine style collection of tattoos and can't be bothered to put on a pair of hard pants to attend an event with his wife. Like he I've never understood Justin Bieber. Okay, but did you see this? And this is current <laughs> pop culture. He was just in SZA's newest music video. Nice. He's like riding a lawnmower or something. <laughs> I sent it to my sister. because this, I, I'm not sure this is going to change my opinion. This girl said on TikTok, she was like, I have loved Justin Bieber like, you know, so many years, whatever. I'm a believer, whatever. I've never been sexually attracted to that man. She's like, I watched that video. And he looks like he would talk you through it. <laughs> and I just, oh my God, I couldn't stop laughing. It was so, it was so funny. Because like, my relationship to Justin Bieber personally has always been that like, my sister. Yeah. I mean, my sister loved. Justin Bieber when Justin Bieber came to Buffalo I have a video of her in the backseat of my dad's car crying because (laughs) she and Justin Bieber were breathing I kid you not (laughs) breathing the same air she was like Justin Bieber's here we're breathing the same air and she's just weeping like she was like 11 and so well, she's gonna love that that's on the internet yeah now. so she you know Abby she's yeah, not so she's not ashamed of anything yeah so like it, that's always but but anyway that's that's all you know neither here nor there um the point of all of this is that it turned into this whole thing where people were like Haley Bieber is a mean girl and she has mean girl energy and you know she's bullying Selena Gomez and we love Selena and blah 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 and then people people started like digging up dirt on Haley Bieber yeah. and like all the things that she's done that are like well, not like scammy, but one of the things that came out is that like basically everything that Selena Gomez has done, Hailey Bieber has then done the same thing like six yeah. months later, like in a way that people were like, this seems pathological. Is this a <laughs> gone girl scenario? Like, is she obsessed with her? And then it was like people were digging up stuff from like, you know, because it's been known that Hailey Bieber was a Justin Bieber fan be- yeah. long before they got together. And she made, like, videos on YouTube talking about Selena and Justin's relationship and, like, how much she loved Selena. And people are like, she's obsessed with her. Like, it just... And, like, I would have been... If I was Hailey Bieber, I just would have been so embarrassed. Like, the... And people just aired her out. Like, oh, yeah. crazy. And, you know, looking at any everything she's done through that lens, right? Like, they right. start to feel like they're making sense. And- right. You know, I didn't hear about those videos, but obviously, like at that time, she had no idea right. this is what her life was going to be like. Um, ma'am, Kiki, young lady, you are about to knock that over. Uh, cross that bridge. Um, but you know, and I, I do think that like Selena Gomez has something about her that a lot of celebrities like. What like she's just such, she's just from Texas. Like she's just like a normal. She's from Texas. She's right. got this like 
warmness and likability yeah about her and she never seems like she cares too much or is trying too hard right. but then does seem like she care you know right i don't have a point <laughs> no but it's but, a thing that people are attracted to yes. about her and, and i think want to come to her defense yes. because of and because think, she feels like somebody that could like be your friend for sure and i think that like all of those things and i saw this a lot were like things that Haley bieber just like is not right you know, she's like, <laughs> obviously the Nepo baby conversation was also uh, huge in the early two, 2020. I also said 2003, <laughs> early this year. But yeah, I think. Right. Like, Haley Bieber you know, is that whole like, she kind of goes for that like aspirational thing, right? Like yes. Haley Bieber, Haley Bieber's whole persona is kind of like, oh, don't you want to be me? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it had to, it in some ways has to be like. Well, everyone kind of wants to be like Selena Gomez, and she's not trying that hard. Right, right, right. I don't know. Is that mean? No, I, I mean I don't have any. I don't have any real issue with Haley Bieber. I, I mean, I'm personally like I'll just. I'm not a fan. I'm like I just I don't. I, honestly, I don't really mostly I, because I don't get what she's famous for. I spend very little time thinking about. Also Haley that Bieber. yeah, like it's just like it and doesn't those. take up any time in my day to day. No. Um, it's just. I, uh, she's one of those people that it's like, she's just kind of famous for being famous, which is fine. But like, you know, it's, it, it's like one of those things where like, she's now listed as a model yeah. in her Wikipedia page, but she only started modeling after she became famous for being Justin Bieber's girl. And now she like gets ad campaigns as Hailey Bieber. And yeah. it's like. Is that the same as being a model? I don't know. I mean, whatever. That's that's kind of a different conversation. Anyway, though, it's like, I don't know if she's personally responsible for that. <laughs> like, no. So it's just like, and I do think the mean girl thing is really interesting because I, you know, and I can see that there are cases where that might be true, but also, and like in this case, they were really making fun of Selena Gomez's eyebrows. Like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Like, get over yourself. You're women in your mid to late 20s. One of you has children. Like, yeah. be an adult, you know? Like, and what what the fuck? You married him. Like, you, quote unquote, you won. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what the Let fuck? Let it go. Yeah, what the fuck are you worried and, like, about? they don't, you guys don't have to be. Exactly. But don't be a dick. Right, like, just, whatever. So it's like, I understand that, but I do think that that was kind of the jumping off point for this year. There have been a lot of women accused of having mean yes. girl energy. And I think that that is rapidly becoming a stick with which to beat women down yeah. again, because it always does, because it starts with like something kind of well-intentioned and like, hey, you're acting like an immature mean girl and we should be able to call you out for that versus like there is something abstract and unidentifiable about this woman that I don't like and I can't put my finger on it. So I'm going to call her a mean girl. And then that way I'm still a girl's girl. But, yes. you know, because that's the other one. Not a girl's girl. Mm. You know, that's that's another thing that's been, like, big on the internet is, like, accusing people of not being a girl's girl. And it, when when you end up using it to just, like, put other women down or put them in a corner or whatever, it's like, what what are we doing this for? So, anyway. <laughs> that was a big one. That was, like... That was a big one. It was occupying the internet. There were, like, that I just, three I and a half solid weeks. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about it completely forgot about it probably because again i feel like it there are, are a couple things on tiktok and if you're not on tiktok 
Yeah, you got just, it late, and you're just really behind. Yeah, and you're just getting, like, it filtered down through the Instagram yes. video, which is, like, a different thing. And, and TikTok I, is so, like, so in the, like, meme world of, like, everything builds on it's itself. Meta. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you're not on TikTok, you don't understand what's... I, I'm on TikTok, and half the time I get stuff on my feed that I'm, like... I literally have no idea what this is. I only saw to. it because there was something that Haley Bieber did back in the day that was like a Taylor Swift. Oh, dis obviously, you know, Selena and Taylor. But yeah, right. I was like, what's go? What is go? Yeah. What? And then it was like eyebrows. I was like, I don't understand. Yeah. How we got here? It was. It was crazy. It was it, like I mean, it was. It was. To the point that I had to start like skipping those videos yeah. because I needed to like write my algorithm. Because I was like, everything is now about Hailey Bieber and her fucking, you know, everything. And I'm so sick of it. Like, I just, I can't think about this yeah, it person got really, anymore. I've just felt, it got really mean. It got really mean. It got really, really mean-spirited. Yeah. Where people were just like, and another thing. And it was like, okay, like, you're allowed to not like her, but just like, somebody doing something shitty online and in the public sphere, I also don't, I, I think that people have this sort of tendency and I think it's especially with women that once somebody does something shitty and I'm not talking about like truly deeply like pathologically shitty but just like acts like kind of an asshole like human beings have a tendency to do but once somebody does something like that I think a lot of times people see that as a pass to be able to then just like vomit up every mean thought they've ever had about that person and it's like well what is that supposed to be? Certainly not productive. Like, it's just, you know, it's just like, okay, but like now you're saying something mean about the person because they said something mean. So now are we all allowed to like pick on you and the way that you look and the choices you've made and the, you know, like, I, when does it stop? Like, oh, because she's a certain level of famous, like she just doesn't have feelings. And it's like, you know, I mean, I get Good it. Yeah. yeah. Like I get it. Boohoo. You're rich and famous and married Justin Bieber. Fine. But like, they're still fucking people like they still go on tiktok and their feeds are probably like hey you want to hear about why Haley bieber's a fucking psycho like and your Haley bieber would you like to hear about yeah right like can you fucking imagine i mean just no oh the mortification of it awful i would have never shown my face in public again and just and also people just being like, here's all the evidence that he's still in love with Selena and that he actually hates Haley. <laughs> it was so. Oh my god, the the therapy that I would need for that <laughs> bullshit. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you absolutely fucking kidding me? I don't think. I think if I I would have to be like Selena Gomez and just not be online. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could have that much commentary. Can you imagine? Like, you and your partner get married, <laughs> and then there's that. No. I mean, and I get, like, it's not like that. Like, they were together for, like, what, th- six months before they got married or whatever. Like, yeah. that was a whole thing, whatever, yeah. fine. But can you imagine people just being like, here's no. all the proof that he's in love with his ex. <laughs> because he doesn't smile in your photos at his birthday party. Like, it's just, like, guys, every, I just need everybody to, like, take a breath. Like, take a breath. Yikes. Yeah, yikes is right. And oh. if you're Justin, you're sitting there like, oh, fuck, man, I am going to be in so much trouble. She is going to get home and she is going to be so mad at me and I didn't even do anything. 
It's just people on the internet accusing me of stuff. And you know what? The the reality of it is they probably do not give a fuck. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we simply must move on. We simply there must. was a few there was Rihanna half Super Bowl performance in February, but we yeah, I loved it. I thought she I did loved a great it. job. She was great. Her She's a beautiful stick. woman. She's, beautiful. She's incredibly talented. Yeah. Nailed it. March. <laughs> Speaking of controversial women. <laughs> I don't even know what we're about to talk about. The Gwyneth Paltrow trial. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Okay. Loved. Loved. Yeah. The level, the level of just pure, uh, the thing, that, I'll tell you the thing that I loved about it. Is that I think a lot of us would have anticipated that Gwyneth Paltrow went into this trial and her lawyers would have said, Gwyneth, we need you to play the every woman. We need you to make yourself relatable to people, right? Because that's usually what you do. You try to make yourself relatable to the jury so they can see themselves in you, so they can empathize with you. Gwyneth and her team said, I'm Gwyneth Paltrow, and there's not a fucking chance that that's going to play. No. I am going to go in and I am going to be Miss Goop. <laughs> and, and she went in and was the least relatable a human being has ever been. And I loved her for it. Same. I loved her for it. We don't have time to get into all my thoughts about Gwyneth Paltrow. Alex and I are Gwyneth Paltrow stands. I, I can say that, right? <laughs> like, Alex. I mean, that was probably going to get us canceled I, on the internet. Fuck them, though. Like, what? Like, the thing is, is that it's, like, not everybody needs to be relatable. And when you've been famous since the mid-90s for being a beautiful and talented daughter of two also famous, beautiful celebrities, like, you're not going to be a relatable person. She's a fucking wackadoo. And there's stuff that she does that, yeah, she is probably not the most responsible thing in the world. But, like, also... It's not Gwyneth Paltrow's job to, like, make you an informed person. No. If you're getting all your information from Goop, that's between you and your God. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, get it together. I'm just so fascinated by her public persona. And fascinated by the reaction in which people hate, people hate her. And they hate Viscerally. her. Viscerally. Hate what she's about. And again, she has said some things where you're like, Girl, that is not a great message to be putting out into the world, but I, she just, I, she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. This, like, person, she, like, you want to talk about somebody who genuinely doesn't give a fuck? Gwyneth Paltrow. She does not care what you're saying about her, and if she hears it, she's going to make a joke about it. Yeah. Because this candle smells like my vagina is truly (laughs) one of the funniest things that's ever happened. She's just, she's, the more people react to her the way that they do the further she doubles down yes and i actually wouldn't be surprised if gwyneth paltrow in reality in her real life is nothing i think she's actually a person that is deeply normal human being like genuinely like if there's one of my favorite pieces of profile writing of all time is taffy brodesser ackner's profile on gwyneth for the new york times i think Mm. not the new yorker is this where she said that she smokes the two cigarettes a day? Mm-hmm. There was a rumor going around for a long time that Gwyneth smoked two cigarettes a day, and it was this whole kind of thing about, like, 
Gwyneth Paltrow having this level of discipline and control. And so it ends up being like a running thread through the piece. Taffy Brodesser Ackner is a fantastic writer. She ended up writing uh, the novel Fleischman is in Trouble. Um, oh. Yeah. But she, before that, she was a profile writer. And so she's written some of my favorite profiles of all time. And this one is just, it's the fucking best. Because it is all about the, like, the myth of Gwyneth Paltrow. And, uh, and I, and why we hate her and why we're drawn to her. And, like, you know, her longevity as a cultural figure. And it's, it's, it's a perfect piece of writing. I love it so much. Um, but... Like, I don't know. Also, like, you know what? Have you ever bought a Gwyneth Paltrow cookbook? They fucking slap. Like, they're really <laughs> great. They're really, really great. Like, and you know what? Sometimes, like, Goop tells me that I need something and I'm like, well, I don't need that one because that one costs $75, but I can find a slightly cheaper version of it and it seems like it'll maybe make me feel a little bit better. Like, I, I you know, and I'm, I, I have no problem saying also, like, I'm a little bit woo-woo. Like, and so, like, that's, that's... I love that crap. Yeah. Like, sell that to me all day. The Goop series on Netflix is awesome. And I'm not, and I'm still fascinated by Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah, Alex is a deeply practical human being, and I'm just like, we should get facials with rose quartz and whatever. And she's like, okay, like, sure. Yeah, my practicality only goes so far. Yeah. I feel like anyone who knows me, Peter would be like, yeah, I wouldn't know that far. <laughs> That she's a deeply practical. Yeah, yeah. That's the true. other day. I was well, like, I said I. I don't know. I mean, I guess like practicality is because there are some ways in which I am deeply practical, and then there are other ways in which I'm like, I'm gonna put a rock on my forehead. Yeah, it's gonna not, fix my I'm, problems. I'm, I'm like, you know what? The Suns lost in the playoffs, and so that probably means that the Bills are gonna win. <laughs> I'm just like connecting random. I said that to our friend Connor, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, you know, just like the Yundaway, like everything's all, like working out. And he's just like, no. <laughs> all your planetary alignments yeah, are just like, sports I'm sorry, teams. A team in Buffalo. I was like, well, when you put it like that. Well, when you seems... think about it, the, the gravitational center of all of these things is just me. I'm and a high, my very superstitious and like very yeah. like. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. I'm just like, <laughs> like even on like, you know, recording this on like, what what is it? The 17th? Like, in that last Sunday's football, I was like, okay, well, like, the Browns beat the Niners, and the Jets beat the Eagles, and so the Giants might beat the Bills. Just like, that's my train of thought. Anyways, so anyway, we love going through topic. Um, yeah, I just, I, I loved the approach of that entire thing. I loved that the whole deal was like, they were like, Miss Paltrow, what did you, what did you lose out on, you know, through this and she was like well I lost half a day of skiing and that was very expensive like she was so perfectly crystal clear out of touch and I am like because it wouldn't have made any fucking sense for her to go in there and be anything else she was like I'm gonna go in and be like I'm Gwyneth Paltrow and they're gonna take the tack of going this man's trying to take advantage because look at her she's Gwyneth Paltrow he's trying to get her for all the money that she's worth and uh, and then when she left and put her hand on his shoulder and said, "I wish you well," <laughs> just just d- dead. Like that is the, that is the West Coast Erwan ladies equivalent <laughs> of the Southern. Bless your heart. She was like, "I hope you rot." Like that's what that was. I wish you well. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. Well, 
I'm sure we will find another moment. And she wore those Jeffrey Dahmer glasses, which is also oh, just yeah. like, love. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I'm sure in uh, upcoming episodes, we will find another way to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. We got to. I, I could do a full hour on Gwyneth. I really yeah. could. Easily. So, there are... Are still... we in April now? No, we're still in March. Jesus! Because... The Eras Tour starts. <gasps> the Eras Tour starts. And it is bigger than I think anyone could have imagined. <laughs> I remember you were visiting. And I, we were, whenever you come to visit, we're up until like 3 a.m. Correct. I'm a night creature. The, I'm not. I'm just like. <laughs> but, I just show up and trash Alex's circadian rhythm immediately. But the Eras Tour kicked off in Glendale. And I remember oh, we were yeah. sitting, you were playing Harry Potter. <laughs> Oh yeah, Alex taught me how to play PlayStation. <laughs> um, and I was just like aggressively, just like refreshing the set list update. Yeah. I don't go to a concert surprised. Yeah, no, you never do. I always um, do. I love to not know anything. And I was like, oh my. I, I love to like, act like the internet doesn't exist. I was like, it's 44 fucking songs. Crazy. Era by era. That was, I get. I did my like era's tour set list prediction. I think right. I had it at 20. Yeah. 44 songs. This woman's insane. Anyways, we're going to spend a lot of time at the back half of this episode talking about Taylor Swift, but I just wanted to cement yeah. this moment in time. Yes. Okay, now we... I, I That was a lot. That was only three months. How long okay. have we been recording? Uh, 39 minutes. Great. <laughs> because this is when things really start to get... Great. <laughs> we, have some, we have some big... All right, hit big me. Things too. April. Yes. I actually believe, and this is psychotic of me to know, that it was April 7th. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have broken up after almost seven years yeah. of dating. Yeah. I felt like that rocked the internet. Well, it rocked the Swifty. And to, to speak about it, you know, personally, I mean, as much as I'm like, oh my God, like we all need to chill out with the parasocial relationships and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, these people are real people. We don't know them, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when this happened, I got genuinely sad. Same. <laughs> I was like, this bums me out. I mean, it's not like, I wasn't like weeping in my home or anything, but I was like, oh, wow, I'm really sad for our girl. <laughs> like yeah. that made, I was sad. My sister was sad. My mom was sad. All our group chats yeah. were sad. Like we were all just like, oh, that fucking sucks. We really thought she found him. You know, that yeah. was a bummer. I, I didn't listen to like a song off of Reputation for like, weeks yeah because it made me sad yeah. i couldn't listen to i could, there were a couple that i couldn't listen to because i was like oh this used to be sweet and now it's a fucking bummer because can you imagine writing something that nice you're actually about writing somebody? new year's day right even uh uh the one on midnights the new one sweet nothing sweet nothing can you imagine writing that about someone and then breaking up with them a couple months later like Oh, the devastation you would feel. It's just sad. It's all, it's, yeah. Yeah. And then immediately the internet, well, pretty immediately, the internet <laughs> turned on Joe Alwyn. Yeah. And was just like, look at this little Victorian ghost boy getting his bus pass money from <laughs> Mommy Taylor. Like, it was just, they brought this man down. <laughs> um, don't. I don't know. I don't really have anything to say about that. I no. mean, don't bully people on the internet, but also some of the jokes were really fun. Yeah. There it's were a real mixed bag. Yeah. Some were brutal. Uh, some were uncalled for. But yeah. Some were just genuine comedy. 
I mean, they were together for like almost seven years. So it was the first, like, yeah. Right. It was just, I don't know. We're going to, again, talk more about that. Right. Our it was girl the keeps... <laughs> end of an era, you yeah. might uh, say. Oh. Huh? Oh. Huh? Huh? Easter egg? Easter egg. <laughs> it was the end of an era. <sighs> oh, then she'd stopped playing Invisible String. Which is very sad. And yeah. started playing The One. Sad. Sad. So sad. Did you see I love it? that song, Have though. you seen a video, of her, like a TikTok of her playing Call It What You Want? She looks so sad and angry. And it was, everyone was like, that's not how that song's supposed to feel. That's sad. There were a couple that there she's done, couple, like, yeah. in concert since where it was like, like, right after certain pieces of news came out where you were just like, oh, she's, she's pissed. Like, because yeah. then it started to be this whole thing where it was like, there was a ru- there were rumors that like she wanted to keep it quiet, but that like his team released it and that they were sort of trying to like steal her thunder or whatever. So it got messy real fast. Yeah. So Which is sad. Which is sad. Which is definitely sad. Sad to see uh that long of a relationship like kind of, you know, fall apart in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well and I think I'm yeah, I mean, I don't know. I also like in retros. I've done a lot of refathoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. A, a reimagining of the yeah. yeah. Um, and you know they probably weren't right for each other. The thing that really gets my goat because <laughs> it's like okay, like it's not like you know from what we know, it's not like he cheated on her. It's not like he you know did something like super atrocious. You know whatever he. He decided he couldn't handle her fame, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is essentially the crux of what we, we on the outside, we are not insiders, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> um, have heard was the, you know, the end of their relationship. Um, which, like, I would have some empathy for and sympathy for, except one, that really only seems to be an excuse that men use in relationships with women. Yeah. You don't really hear it going the other way. Um, so maybe just, like, think about why that is um and what that says about how special boys need to feel um but two it's also like you dated taylor swift like who the what did you think you were signing up for like that's kind of where my sympathy stops is because it's like i like even if you got together while she was retreating who did you think you were signing up to be yeah. with? You, uh, nobody would ever, like, what, what, and what were you thinking? I what think, were you thinking? And I agree. But I would also say that I don't, even as someone who's been a fan of hers for, like, over a decade. Yeah. Could have never imagined how famous she would be. Yeah. Right in this moment. Yeah. And that's not necessarily her fault right um but i do think that like even the level of fame that she she was still one of the biggest pop stars in the world and but the level of fame that she was at during like the reputation 1989 era even feels so small compared yeah to the status in which she is at now yeah and you know whoa 
Yeah, but also, like, you've been with her for seven years. Well, you yeah. love her. Like, get over, over it. Also, Fucking get over it. Also, get over it. Yeah, and, she's and grow a special up. princess. <laughs> like, like, get over it. Grow up. And is that really the problem? Or is it how successful she is? Um, mm, tell him. Tell him, Alex. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, is it that it doesn't make you feel like a special, special boy anymore when your girlfriend is uh, virtually yeah. emperor of every female presence on this yeah. earth like but you know come like, on because it's not like anybody's that up your personal business you know what i mean like no i would say for the most part people care about you when you're next yeah. to her like and so for you to be like oh like i just don't like to be in the spotlight like baby baby girl you are not in the spotlight you are in the limelight <laughs> you are is that again what you don't like right that your career hasn't taken off. And quite frankly, and I'm, I'm, this is like, maybe this is catty or whatever. Um, and you can call me whatever you want for this take, but like, and he's a good, he's a good actor. I've seen him in a handful of things. He's a good, solid actor. He has been pitched as being a rising star <laughs> since they got together. Yeah. And I will tell you one thing is that you do not get to be a rising star for more than two years in Hollywood. Nobody ever has gotten to be a rising star. You got one chance to be a rising star, and then you've got, like, you gotta shoot. You got, you, <laughs> you've gotta be a fucking comet. You have to become undeniable. You have to, like, be the big thing. Or they make room for more rising stars. And the reason that you got to be a rising star for seven years is because somebody was bankrolling your groovy <laughs> lifestyle, honey. Yeah. Which is fine, but then, like, fine. Just genuinely, fine. She's Taylor Swift. You're never going to make as much yeah. money as she is. No one is. No one will. <laughs> like, but then don't also complain about, like, oh, boo-hoo, poor me, my girlfriend's yeah. so famous. It's like, your girlfriend's so famous, which is why you're still doing <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. Because people went, oh, I know you. You're Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Because otherwise, you're just that guy in that thing. Yeah. Well. I got bitchy. That's <laughs> how I feel. I do think, you know, all, you know, and it was a, I think it was a very formative, like, relationship of, you know, for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, like, everything that she created during that time. And I, yeah, I mean, you know, it just sucks that it ended so... Yeah, it just got real sad. Yeah. It just got real sad. <laughs> we have to move on. Um, we only be moving on briefly because we're going to come back around. Oh, God. But before we do that, there was one other big relationship update in April, and that was Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet start dating. Okay. This one, oh, I didn't believe this when this first came out. <laughs> like, I was like, this is a scam for the internet. Um... It's interesting. The The thing that this made me kind of, like, reflect upon is because, I mean, like, people were, people were baffled, right? Yeah. That Timmy Chalamet, king of the indie film, right? Like, constant love interest of our, like, fun, interesting indie girlies, Sir Sharon and Florence Pugh, like... You know, I mean, that he 
is with Kylie Jenner, who is kind of this like prototypically, stereotypically, you know, beautiful reality star, you know, pretends that she hasn't had any plastic surgery, whatever, like who is, you know, a very specific kind of person with a very specific aesthetic that I think people wouldn't necessarily affiliate or associate with Timothy Chalamet. And it made me realize that, like, I mean, and this is, again, going back to this sort of, like, parasocial relationship thing, but, like, I think we, as a as a culture, have looked at Timothy Chalamet, who is in, like, interesting indie movies, and been like, oh, he must be, like an interesting indie boy. And then like, but you go back and you watch like, cause these have been all over the internet lately because of his uh, role in the new Willy Wonka movie, <laughs> which is a whole other fucking thing. Um, but the videos of him from when he was in high school, like doing his like raps and talent oh, yeah. show performances, um, which are truly just absolutely heinous to watch. Uh, but he just does a rap about, like, trigonometry. Like, it's just, it's awful. But you look at them and you're like, oh, yeah, like, I can see how this would be a guy that would grow up to be into Kylie yeah. Jenner, right? Like, that Kylie Jenner would be, like, his type. And I think it's just funny because we've, like, we've looked at him as an indie boy and decided that he is, like, an indie guy with indie interests. And, like, I think Timothy Chalamet is just kind of, like... He's just a regular dude. Like a very middle of the road, regular, standard issue dude. He loves Kid Cudi. I think he's probably, I don't know if, I don't know what his sport of choice is, but like, I I don't think Timothy Chalamet is into like, you know, fucking curling or croquet or something, you know, cric- whatever, cricket or like something like niche and interesting. Like, I think Timmy probably watches basketball. Or whatever, yeah. you know, like, and I just think it's so funny because everybody was like, everybody thought that he was going to, I think, be with a sort of like Alexa Chung cigarette girl, smoking. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, and then people were like, why is he dating Kylie Jenner? Like, blah, blah. and it was like, I think we just like, I think they miscalculated created like, a narrative. Oh, shocking. The internet created a narrative about someone that's not true. Right, exactly. That's weird. I don't think that's ever happened no. before. But yeah, that was just, I think it just, I, it was like. It was a recount. Taylor and Joe breaking up and then them getting together was a real like. Yeah, it was like, this is not a good <laughs> replacement for what we just, like we lost this one and replaced it with this one. I don't know if I can get on board for this. Um, And then. The last thing in April, and I don't want to expend any more energy than I already have talking about this, but Taylor and Maddie Healy start dating, which is <sighs> big delusional post-breakup, yeah. I'm fine energy. Right, exactly. Very much so. Um, Felt like something that she definitely did... Uh, well, the rumors of the internet say that she did this a little bit to piss him off. Yeah. Because he was never Maddie Healy's biggest fan. Mm-mm. Which I feel like, given what we do know about both of those individuals, tracks completely. Yeah. But we'll leave it there. <laughs> the, well, will we? Because the well, thing- Well, it's going to come back. <laughs> the, okay. All right. Go ahead. Proceed. Again, 
the year of Taylor Swift. Because, again, one of the next things on my list is we're in May. Uh-huh. And, again, just a brief comment because it's funny. Phoebe Bridgers <laughs> and <laughs> Bo Burnham are dating as kind of exposed by... Outed. outed completely outed. By Keith Urban and uh, Nicole Kidman. TikTok. At the era store. At the era store. Which yeah. is just... Keith Urban just did like a full like, woo, look how much fun we're having in the tent. And just clocks Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham, who had been like secretly low-key dating for weeks, if not months. Clocks them making out in the back of the tent at the Eras tour. And then immediately it's like, after it goes up and everybody's like, that's and Phoebe and Bo. It's like a parent. Such dad energy. Such dad energy. It's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. So- <laughs> I didn't realize. That. And I think we all knew, but it yeah. was just. Like, it was just such a funny burn. way for it to come yeah. out. It was so funny. Um, also in May, and this may be mostly relevant to the people of Buffalo, but Josh Allen Woo! starts dating Haley Steinfeld. Also known as my Emily Dickinson. My yes, personal our Emily, Emily Dickinson. Dickinson. Which I think is exciting. Honestly, I'm super on board for She's it. She's been I'm... in Buffalo. She's been hanging out, which yeah. is cool. yeah. I, I love her. I love her work. Um, I love the song that she made for the Dickinson soundtrack. I have no qualms about saying that I love that fucking song she did with Florida Georgia Line. That's the only thing Florida Georgia Line has ever done that I will give any artistic merit to. Um, I love her in Dickinson. That's one of my favorite television shows that's ever been made. If you are... Um, a literary girly, which is a gen- a genderless term. If you are a literary girly of any persuasion, yeah. uh, you'll love that show. Wiz Khalifa <laughs> plays the personification of death. Like, it is so goofy and weird and nerdy and it- it's perfect. It's so, so unbelievably good. Um, and she plays Emily Dickinson, and she's great, and she's also got perfect eyebrows. And what more could we want I, for our boy Josh Allen? Beautiful. She's so beautiful. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> what more could we want? I also love Josh Allen and Josh Allen's work. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret saying that. <laughs> um. Not on Sunday, though. (laughs) The idea of meeting Josh Allen and just being like, hello, sir, I love your work. (laughs) Big fan of your work. Hello, Mr. Allen. (laughs) Big fan of your work, Josh. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the original Taylor and Travis. Yeah, love it. Love it. I, I love my personal interests colliding in this way. So like it... Like, watching football players date women whose work I love and admire um, actually makes me really happy because it makes me feel like they're, like, bringing football into the outside world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, football players have this tendency to just, like, you know, like, date the girls that they marry in high school and whatever, which is, like, fine, whatever. But it all just feels very, like, insular. And the idea of football players going and, like, dating these, like, high-powered, very accomplished women, I'm like... Let's do it. Like, I would love for some really cool, interesting, accomplished chicks to get into the stands. Yeah. At NFL games. Let's do it. Let's make football girly. 
Let's make football. I love football so much. There are so many archived nation potatoes. So many. And they're all hilarious. I should just, maybe I'll put them out. Um, I'm going to blast them all. all, You'll be like, shut up. Um, And I'll, you know. <laughs> just people at Barstool throw their computers at the wall. Be like, shut the fuck up. What do you know? Um, this is also I would just I just need this on record. Uh-huh. It was right around this time when I looked at my partner. Mm-hmm. He he can attest to this and said, you know, Travis Kelsey would be a good could potentially be a good boyfriend for Taylor Swift. I think you sent me this text. Uh, so also. I just want to. State for the record. I think you sent me that in a text around I'm, this I'm time. I'm the mastermind. Or if you didn't say Travis Kelsey, you definitely at least said, I think maybe she should date an athlete. Mm-hmm. Because it's like somebody at the top of their game who's good at what they do, but it's not the thing that she does. Yeah. Because musicians are a certain kind of, you know, but we, yeah, we love I them. I definitely but... said to Peter, I was like, I think Travis Kelsey could be the one and 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 put a pin in that um <laughs> saying that like it'll be a surprise like everyone hasn't, yeah, hasn't yeah. been living it don't know if you've heard month. um have you turned on a television or a cell phone <laughs> since the last thing in, in may that happens every may was the Michael. oh yeah yeah not chronologically i was like no, I haven't really been in the beginning in May. I gotcha, I gotcha. We're, we're our last thing to loose. touch about in May. Um, what do we have to say about the Met Gala other than, well, if you want to hear um, at least my thoughts on the Met oh, Gala, yeah. I did do a style roundup piece in the newsletter back when it happened, so check that out. Um, I just, you know, I think it just needed to... All the cats. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's the other thing is... Um, I mean, we can all pretend that, like, somehow it was interesting for people to dress up as Karl Lagerfeld's cat Choupette. Um, I, I did not find it to be so. And also, I can't stand Jared Leto or anything he ever does. So, <laughs> so yeah. fuck that guy, fuck his cat costume. <laughs> fuck that guy, fuck his cat costume. He announced... I watched some of the VMAs because I wanted to see if Taylor Swift was going to... Yeah. Surprise drop anything. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he announced, like, the rap winner video of the year. And, like, why? I don't know. Why? Anyways, not... I really don't I don't know. need to get down. I just... I just... I, also, there are I also some watch rumors. an award show in a while and... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there are some rumors that he's been trying to start a cult. And I would oh say God. rumors and, like, alleged... Allegedly, just in case this, like, goes anywhere. But, like... Uh, you know, I just, I buy it. I, I'm, I'm just going to say that, like, if that hap- if the, if that was found to be true, I wouldn't be, like, stunned. It wouldn't no. be, like, a shocking revelation. All right. I don't trust him. So we're only, we're to June. Okay. We're halfway through. What happened in June? Literally, and here's the thing. Still, we're, this is, we are recording this on Tuesday, October 17th. So June was... Four months ago. I couldn't... You have those written down in your notebook. Without looking, I could not tell you what happened in June. Well, what happened in June? Ocean Gate. 
Ocean Gate. Oh my God. We okay, guys. We almost forgot about this when we were writing this list, and I was like, Oh, Alex, remember a whole not submarine submarine sank this year. I mean, <sighs> it's 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 you know people died, <laughs> and that I don't. I was like, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> The jokes were the main. I guess I should. I guess I should amend the part where I said at the beginning of the episode we're not going to talk about anything that's not silly because this isn't silly. Well, but it is. That's the thing is that it's like yes, people died and that's sad and that's tragic, but also like the event itself. There is an inherent silliness to this because it was so. It was so. It was so outrageous. Yes. Yes. You're like, outrageous. What? Yeah, a plate, an, a Logitech. It, it wasn't even a, that. I can't. An off-brand. That is a detail that I can't get over. An yeah. off-brand. Yeah. Game controller. Mm-hmm. Purchasable from Amazon.com. <laughs> like why? <sighs> the pool noodles. The fu- like a- any any detail. Yeah. It just. Is it crazier than the next? Well, you kept waiting for, or at least I did. Like, I kept waiting for a new detail that was going to make it make more sense. And every additional piece of information I learned made me understand (laughs) what was happening and why these people got in this tin can less and less. And it, I mean, I, I do, I think it said a lot about the hoops that people will let themselves jump through when they have a certain amount of money yeah. just to, like, feel something, right? Like, I, it was just, like, that was... Or just to be, like, the first, or, like... Exactly. The first or the... Right. The, or the only, it's just... Yes, the first or the only or the best or whatever, where it's, like, you, like, it, because I think you reach a certain point of wealth, and I understand that this was not the case for, like, everybody on the, you know, on the trip, and obviously, like, the real tragic loss is the, like, 19-year-old yes. kid that was on the thing who, like, kind of didn't want to go yeah. and went because his dad wanted yeah. him to. Um, not... I mean, I'll I'll just say it, not a great parenting move, I don't think. I think no. we can all agree on that. Um, but I think, like, yeah, you just, you get to a certain point of having money where it's, like, because everything is so accessible to you, mm-hmm. it, like, it doesn't feel like enough to just, like, have regular human experiences. And so you have to go out of your way to, like, do something that nobody else has done that is like so interesting and so above and beyond and it makes you end up doing stupid reckless careless shit um i also it, it was just the other thing that was so crazy about it to watch is that it's like you're seeing because it it was like the malaysian airliner in terms of like how traditional like terrestrial media was covering it and like you know very like somber very serious very like they are looking for updates on the submersible and da 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 and this is where it could be and whatever and then people on the internet were just memeing for their fucking it was lies maybe it was the most 2020 yes three that it just felt 
people were so unserious on yeah. the internet. Like, so, like there, nobody had any qualms. It was, and it was all backed by this, like, you know, by the, like, ether-rich yeah, kind yeah. of energy. And it, the, the dichotomy of that was absolutely wild to watch. And, like, uh, to hear the difference in, like, the way that people were talking about it, depending on, like, which sphere and which generation yeah. they were in, was just, like, kind of crazy. Um, yeah, it was just, it was really, it was really, really a weird one. Yeah. It was a it was weird also one. the whales, the orcas were... The orcas were going off. Yeah, absolutely. Which also felt like a weird, like, my what, hair, are, my, what are we, like, yeah. in nature rebelling? It was just all, it was... My friend and, who, and my, who's also my hairstylist, Kelly, and I, like, I was in her chair, I think the day that they found it. And we just talked about it for fucking ages, and we were both like, I think the ocean is, like, revolting. Yeah. Like, oh, it was two days before, because I ended up texting her. I was out of town that weekend, and I was like, Kelly, they found it! Like, but they, like, it it, it did. It felt like the ocean was like, I'm gonna take things back now. Like, it was like, come back. But then, like, also, again, like, to the unseriousness of the internet, like, my Heart Will Go On was in the Billboard Top 10 for the first time since, like, 1998. Like, it's just, like... And the 90s got back. Yeah, exactly. We, the nostalgia was... And that was also so weird because that was the same week that we all found out that Celine had that... Has that disease where she's oh, turning yeah. into a stone person. Oh, yeah. Like... It, which was just like that was like a weird time warpy thing. And like that did not make one list. Yeah, thing I checked. No, and that's like and that's wild. Yeah, and I didn't think about it until this very moment, which is like that. I mean, that was like tr- my mother was devastated. It's very sad. It's so sad. Very tragic. Um, you just have to like pick a position to stay in forever. It's like slow motion, like being Medusa. It's horrible. Ugh. Blech. Yeah, um, awful. Tease and peace to Celine's family. That's so sad. I say that, I know that sounded disingenuous, but I really meant it. That's actually so sad. Um, and the last thing, <clears throat> one more time, Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy break up. After, okay, so the, the thing that I do want to say, because, and, you know, like, beating a dead horse, whatever. But the the main thing that I thought was so crazy about the Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy relationship is, like, people got very upset on the internet about certain things that Maddie Healy has done or whatever. Um, now, I will say, there are plenty of things that, like, he has said and done that, like, I'm not willing to or interested in defending. Some of the quote-unquote discourse, if we can call it that, on the internet about Maddie Healy, the things that people were getting most upset about were things that if you actually looked at them were being wholly or partially, but usually like almost wholly misrepresented of like things being taken out of context and whatever. And people getting really upset about these things and like not, you know, either saying that he said things that he didn't say or, you know, kind of putting things out of context, whatever. Um, like I said, there's, like, plenty of stuff that he's done that it's just, like, yeah, like, that I'm not gonna defend that, like, you know, whatever. He can be a tone-deaf person. Um, and he can also try too hard to be edgy, which always gets everybody in trouble. Um, but that being said, 
the fever pitch that this reached for me where I went, okay, everybody's really got to calm down is when people started calling for her to break up with him and end her relationship with him. And because A, I think it's, I mean, like, first of all, nobody has any idea how serious whatever was going on between them was. Um, She's just gotten out of a relationship. Let the girl have a fling with this dusty fucking dude who, like, seems to be showing her a good time. But second of all, I think it's really weird, this tendency that we have to always, 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 always. Like, nobody had anything to say about Maddie Healy or his actions or whatever until he was dating Taylor Swift and then people had things to say because it was her problem. And I have a real issue with the people that we hold accountable always being women and women being held responsible for that. I mean, I don't know. You can't even call him her partner. They were together for like two months. Like it was a fling, you know, like, and then when that person on the internet authored an open letter from her fans to like and signed it you know sincerely disappointed or whatever that like that shit to me is so absolutely fucking unhinged i mean i don't even need to i don't even really feel like i need to explain why that's unhinged that's a crazy thing to do to be like i personally need you to break up with this guy in order to just like you know still be a fan or whatever like that's crazy you don't know her and I wish we could just, like, delete, backspace that whole two months of yeah. that relationship. I just... It was overwhelming yeah. to be online. Yeah. Just, just way too much. Just way, way too much. Way too much. But it ended in June. <laughs> Honestly. Godspeed. Godspeed. July. July! I don't know where I want to start. <laughs> <laughs> well Barbie came out Barbie the year of the, the year, year of the Eras tour and the year of the Barbie movie yeah yeah I felt like I just felt like a year like I it felt this has definitely been like the year of Taylor Swift the year of Barbie the year of Beyonce's Renaissance tour it was a summer Fuck for the yeah. girlies yeah it really was like it was it was a summer about women being able Women and girls being able to unabashedly and unashamedly love the things that they loved. And, like, like girly shit and, like, pink and, like, sparkles and, like, ruffles and, like, dressing up and doing their makeup and whatever. And, and like, the, like, just serenity and joy of female (laughs) friendship and, like, not having to listen when people say that those things are silly because you can say that all you want. But Taylor Swift saved the economy <laughs> and bar like literally, literally it's in the Wall Street Journal, guys. I'm not kidding. Taylor Swift essentially delivered a small stimulus package to half the major cities in these United States of America. There are economists who think she literally brought us back from the brink of a recession. <laughs> and and the Barbie movie was like one of the most successful movie premieres of all time. Like yeah. brought in huge box office numbers and huge box office money. And I always love to see that shit. I mean, not just, like, because there's the part of it that's, like, participating in all that shit was amazing. Like, I went to the Eras tour with you and my little sister. 
I went to the Barbie movie with my little sister and my mom and, you know, who like taught me how to play with Barbies <laughs> when I was a kid, like, and seeing her experience that was like so awesome and so cool. And all of that was like really, you know, felt really healing and really special. And, and I, it just felt great. You know, it felt like a great way to like connect with that part of ourselves and all of that. And also when it is accompanied by a big fuck you to everybody who says, well, we don't make that girly shit because it doesn't make any money. It's like, when you make stuff for the girls, the girls will show up. Like, when stuff is made for women by women, and it's not you just proffering something up that's made by a man as it, what you think women want, yeah. like, that's a different thing. And the, the, like, the camaraderie of it was so, so beautiful. It was so good. It was a good break from everything we just talked about. Yes. <laughs> that just felt like good and fun. Yeah. To be participating online about. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all of the deep dives, like, on, like, people talking about the Eras tour, people talking about the Barbie's mo- Barbie movie, it was, like... Every time I went on and, like, someone, like, unpacked something, like, and, like, got deeper into it and looked further at something, it was, like, I was, it felt like a good space to be in. I was, yeah. like, oh, like, I'm happy here. Like, I will talk about, I'm still getting Barbie bloopers on my TikTok feed <laughs> to this day. They're incredible. They're so good. I don't know how they got through a single take of that movie <laughs> because Ryan Gosling is just unhinged the entire time. And, yeah, it just felt like. It was so cool to be a part of these two things where it was like women were showing up in droves, right? Like, I mean, we saw the Eras tour in Philly night two, which they referenced on SNL this yes. week, and I saw that and I was Forever like, and always in this love. Hey, <laughs> um, probably said it because we were the loudest show there's maybe oh ever been. <laughs> it no, I've never been anywhere louder no. in my life. I know we've talked about this. We talked about this at on the. Eros tour um or taylor swift podcast that we did but um yeah it was just it was really cool to see like all these girls who were like yeah i'm gonna spend 72 hours rhinestoning this fucking outfit and then i'm gonna go and do this thing with my friends and like everything you know the barbie movie was like that the Eros tour was like that and it was just like female energy all over the place and i loved it i just i was so it it's like it just makes you happy yeah. to be a girl, you know? I love stuff like that that's, like... Because the world can make it feel really difficult to be a woman. And it's really nice to be reminded of the things about it that are so, like, pure and beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. And fantastic. And... Fuck yeah. I love to be one of the girlies. I really do. We're gonna... <laughs> Switch it up! Let's We're go! Gonna 180 there. Are you gonna take all the air out of my balloon? Because the other thing that happened in July was Ariana Grande. Oh, <laughs> fuck! I forgot. What was his name Dalton. Dalton Gomez was her husband. Get divorced. They get divorced, or announce their divorce. Announce their divorce. And it, because right, this is this is this when the whole bombshell drops. I. It had to have been like maybe late July, early okay. August, like in this time frame. Do you want to say why? Do you want Ugh. me to say why? Because reportedly, I guess now we know it's true, she was 
is with her co-star from what, Wicked? Wicked. I'm not a Broadway girly. No. And she, at one time, played Spongebob. Yep. It. Ariana Grande is in love with Spongebob. And he, I'm, respectfully, he looks like Spongebob. Like, the human man looks like Spongebob. Like, respectively, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Uh. I, somebody was like the the funniest take I saw about it was somebody being like listen anybody who is questioning Ariana Grande's like choice in men for doing this has never been in a musical where <laughs> yeah. like there is only one straight man on the cast because she was like the energy of just being like oh this man can sing like Broadway level sing and also, he's the only straight man I've seen for days. <laughs> she was like, it's unbeatable. Um, which is funny. And, and you know, which maybe I would be like, because the problem really isn't that this man looks like Spongebob. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the problem is that he was full on married with a yeah. very small baby. Um, and his camp came out and tried to be like, oh, like, no, they were... You know, and Ariana Grande was also married, and there's some, you know, discussion as to whether or not she had been, her divorce had been underway prior to them getting together or whatever. Um, but the real problem is that, so his camp came out and was like, you know, oh, they were, they had been separated, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then his wife came out, and, and notice I said wife and not ex-wife. And his wife came out and was like, yeah, that's not true. We were fully together. I thought we were happy. This blindsided me. That's so devastating. Which is fucking tough. Um, And this is another one of those ones that, like, the old rumors kind of came back up. Because this is how I found out that apparently, like, so when Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson got together, um, he and Cassie David were just like on a break she thought they were gonna get back together and then she just like called him one day and found out that he was like fully in a relationship with ariana grande and apparently naya rivera um god rest her soul found ariana grande at home in their house in bed with big sean i believe is the story um don't quote me on that but i think that's more or less the story so You know, and I'm not a person that's like, oh, infidelity is like the ultimate sign of a lack of a moral compass, you know, like whatever people cheat on people for a whole bunch of reasons. I'm not saying any of them are good reasons, but like, you know, we can give people a little bit of grace and compassion and whatever. (laughs) But when it becomes a habitual thing is when I'm like, seems like you might be the problem. (laughs) Hi, it's you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hi, it's you. (laughs) You're the problem. Yeah, no, it's just, like, so, like, what? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, the math ain't math. Yeah. 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 Why? Why? He has a baby. Like, he has a baby. When her new perfume (laughs) came out, just one of the top reviews, it just, like, smells like infidelity. (laughs) Which is actually pretty funny yeah (laughs) yeah it is i i saw somebody bring back up you remember that time she licked the donut (laughs) and it's like somebody brought that back up and was just like she has been telling us who she is and i was just kind of like okay like 
<laughs> I guess. Oh, God. But, like, you know, I don't know. It's... The internet is forever, folks. Yep. Yep. It sure is. So, I don't know. If you're gonna cheat on somebody, do it quietly. <laughs> don't lick it down and put it back. <laughs> is that the takeaway? <laughs> if you're gonna cheat, do it in secret. <laughs> <laughs> We're so sorry. We don't. Uh, do that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just, just like here's the thing. There's never really a reason to cheat on anybody. Just fucking leave. Like, yeah. just leave. Break up. And then maybe you'll be a traitor, but at least you won't also be a cheater. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's so chaotic because it's the so news chaotic. came out and it was like, I'm sorry. She's with. that's really what i can't even remember who he's playing he's not playing like the love interest or oh he's playing like bosk or something is the name of the character never i think fiero is played by jonathan bailey i'm pretty sure who's the um the lead in bridgerton season two um who had the what we are is now being referred to by the internet as the bridgerton glow up where it's like the first season he had those horrible lamb chops and the or mutton chops <laughs> and like the crazy hair and the whole thing and I was like, how are they gonna make season two about this man? And then they just like, I don't know, Shonda Rhimes put pixie dust on him or something and they like judged his hair differently <laughs> and like the second season was like, like anyway, yeah. so handsome. The way that man looks in a sweater is just unbeatable. I, I, I adore him. have um, never seen Wicked, have never listened to <laughs> Wicked, and will not ever see it. Do you want to know, know something that is so revealing about me and who I am as a person? I think I know what story you're going to tell. <laughs> I read... I actually have multiple Wicked stories. Um, I So we were in middle school when Wicked the musical came out right and like became a big thing on broadway um and you know it was very exciting because then it was going to come to buffalo and we were going to go for school and you know whatever because i was in chorus and the whole thing i was like did did we see it in school (laughs) Um, did i just lie (laughs) and i decided to read the book because that's how i am i was like i'm gonna read the book before i go see the musical Um, It is not a book for middle schoolers, and I started to read it, and there's, like, some scenes where there ends up, like, because there's this whole subplot about, like, the animals who are, like, animals with a capital A. They're, like, animals, but also, like, conscious, like, people, and there was, like, sex clubs, and they were, like, being mistreated. It's, like, very dark, very sexual, and anyway, I went to my mom, I handed her that book, and I said, I don't think I'm mature enough for this. (laughs) That is basically a good summation of what you were like as a kid. And she was like, thank you for being honest. <laughs> and I just, and I never finished it. Like, I was just like, I don't think this is for me. Like, it's also occurring to me right now that I, I don't think I actually know anything about what Wicked's about. It's, it's supposed to be the backstory of how the Wicked Witch of the West oh, yeah. came to be. So it's basically the Wicked Witch of the West, Elphaba, going to college and meeting, who, she doesn't have that name in, in The Wizard of Oz, but her name is Elphaba. She goes to college and meets Glinda, the Good Witch, mm-hmm. and they're best friends. And then it's the whole story of, like, you know, they're falling out and how she becomes the Wicked Witch of the West and gotcha. what her motivation was mm-hmm. and why she, you know. 
and it's like a whole power struggle and there's a love story and there's you know there's a lot going on so anyway but and the music is incredible um but yeah that's a that's a true story about me and what it's like to be an oldest child who loves rules (laughs) i was just like yeah no i can't handle this like sorry i'm Um, just a baby okay we have to get back one final I told my siblings that story and they were both like are you you fucking narked on yourself (laughs) yeah that's really oldest child oh my god I'm the oldest child and I've spent my entire life getting bullied by my (laughs) younger siblings it's unbelievable um but the last note I guess the common thread in this episode is in July Travis Kelsey goes to the Eras tour woo and we find out Maybe this actually, rumor has it, I've heard, don't have a sources, that they've actually potentially been seeing each other since late July. Mm-hmm. I've um, also heard that from my sources, which are probably the same as your sources. Yeah. Um, but he... Because they're just the internet. And it just comes out that he was at the Eras tour. Tried to give her a bracelet. Tried to give her a friendship bracelet. And yeah. just He just put that energy out into the universe. He did. He did. He just had, he had a friendship bracelet and a dream manifestation we love that we love to see it <laughs> okay august yeah i do feel like some of the air on i feel like that bled into august mm-hmm. and then august was also the strikes the writer strikes yes um in which we i mean basically the the long and short of the writer strikes is that we uh had more evidence that corporations are evil yeah. um that bob Iger hates every single one of us um that ai is terrifying AI is terrifying, and it's not important to executives whether or not creatives get paid or uh, compensated in any meaningful way for their work. And so, I mean, and the writer's strike has, you know, has now ended because they were able to to come to the table. Um, But, you know, I think it is reflective of this sort of overall trend of, you know, I think we're going to be hitting an era of Oh yeah. Some strikes happening because of the way that AI and technology has now allowed leadership to, you know, and it was all exacerbated by by COVID and everything else. Um but executives have really taken advantage of workforces in a way that I think is going to require um people to take action and fight back unless yeah. we all want to be run into the ground by uh, robots and you know I mean I know we've talked about the writer strike a little and we don't have to get into it too much but the thing that I will say is that for everybody that's like you know oh we should just let AI I mean I don't even know who has this take this is me fighting <laughs> with a straw man like nobody but it, it is really obvious when shit is written by AI yes it's not good at it but you know there I've read an interesting article maybe it's in the Times New York Times but it was like kind of someone being like, can you tell which one of these jokes was written by mm. AI? And he couldn't. And he was like, they all were. And they mm. weren't awful. Yeah. And it is going to be like, you know, I think what we have access to in terms of AI is yeah. nothing what is actually capable and will be capable of. And it's right a big turning point that there is no rules or legislation or anything about like when the internet came to be. Right. And there's going to have to right. be a lot of, you know, 
Well, and I think part of what they'd love to do is to, like, have AI be writing scripts and then bring in people to do a human pass on them and go, okay, make this sound like it wasn't written by a robot. And then they have to pay you a whole hell of a lot less than they do if they have to give you concept credits. Um, But the other thing is the, the moral and ethical quandary of all of it, which is that AI essentially pulls from, you know, whatever art, and you already know, product exists. already exists, yeah. right? So it's just in a way that you know is not the same. I mean, yeah, like they say, you know, good artists borrow, great artists steal, or whatever. Like, yeah. Um, but so maybe AI is our great start. No, fuck that. <laughs> like, fuck those robots. I don't want anything to do. But with yeah, them. it's gonna get more. You know, we're gonna have to continue to have this conversation. AI is only going to get better right at mimicking right human human behavior and the way we write and speak which is terrifying i can't think too yeah hard i i really about it. thinking about it you know much. what i'm thinking about right now is i'm thinking about megan <laughs> we we had a conversation with these dutch guys in amsterdam and the one guy was like he works for like fucking salesforce or something and he was like i do not like to think about all that ai nonsense the abracadabra <laughs> True. <laughs> I was like, girl, same. <laughs> Absolutely same. Uh, so our shared um, our shared photo album from Amsterdam is just called Abracadabra. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've talked about this a little bit. It's... Sucks. Yeah, but I think it was really interesting to see, you know... I mean, from a pop culture standpoint, it was really interesting to see the way that people were able to disseminate information yeah. about it because part of the way that strikes you know have traditionally worked is that there's sort of a blockade by the the leadership and the executive side um as to what information gets out and they start doing really shady stuff in secret um like cutting down the trees out yeah. front of universal that people were striking under so that they had no shade um and you know that stuff doesn't get it's harder to you know like slide it by now because we have the internet and people were really on the side of the striking workers um and it seemed like you know in part the writer's strike very well may have ended and the amptp may have come to the table in part because up until the point that drew barrymore went back on the air the amptp wasn't sure how the public was feeling, yeah. what the general public sentiment was about the strike, um, which is kind of crazy to me, but they had said a couple of things like indicating that uh, in the press, in the few things that they had said. And then when Drew Barrymore came back on the air and was supposed to be striking and people freaked out, they went, oh, okay, everybody hates us and we need to talk. Um, that's just one theory, you know, it's obviously, it could be a million things. Um, but I do think it's interesting the way that like the, you know, the sort of public forum of the internet is going to play a role in all of that being, especially that the public forum of the internet has a lot of space that is held by young liberal people, you know, obviously not everybody, there's all sorts of other pockets, but you know, a lot of what you see on TikTok is people leaning in the uh, sure. pro-union direction. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, September. Joe Jonas oh. and Sophie Turner. Really, a lot of relationship uh, yeah. Yeah. turmoil. Here yep, big year for breakups. 
Uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner announce that they are getting divorced. Yes. And initially announced that they are doing so with, like, love and respect and compassion and blah, blah, blah. Um, they are not. After four amazing years <laughs> together, I think, is the was the quote. Um, or four wonderful years or something like that. Um and immediately, they, yes, they are not. They, it is so messy. It's so messy. And so bad. Uh, it. Do you have anything to say about this? I just, it just sucks for their kids. Yeah, it does. It does. It, the thing that is so, like. And it turns out he kind of, he sucks maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, well, and the the thing that's interesting about it from a kind of like sociological perspective, if you can call it that, um, is that, you know, I mean, his camp kind of immediately tried to spin it as this like, she parties too much. She hasn't been present for their children. She, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, what people on the internet refer to as mom shaming. Um, and and is a thing that, like, in the past very much would have worked. You know? For sure. Like, even yeah. 15 years ago, 10 years ago, like, would have been like, oh my god, she's a shitty mother, and look at him. He's trying so hard. Yeah. He's taking care of their kids. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um... It, it did not go down well. People were like, fuck you and the horse that you rode in on. Like, you know, it, there has been a lot of discussion on the internet about, like, you know, not only there are, I think, more, like, some people are saying that it's because there are more people that feel, you know, attached to Sophie Turner's work and her as a person than they do as to oh, him. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, and it's... It, like, obviously, I think there are a lot of us that grew up loving the Jonas Brothers, and now as an adult, like, it, you know, it's not like I'm, like, clamoring for a new Jonas Brothers release ever. No, like There's, they, like, this, uh, it, you can feel the slight desperation to remain relevant. Mm-hmm. And to capitalize on, like, a moment of nostalgia that I found to be yes. a bit of an eye roll. Yeah. No, I think... As someone who very loved the well Jonas put. Brothers when I... Very well put. Yeah. 14. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like, it just, it feels a little bit like... You know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's really, they, they tried to go solo and it kind of didn't work. Yeah. And so then like them coming back together was kind of like, oh, okay. Like that's fun for us. But like it, I just like, I kind of don't ever want to be at a Jonas Brothers show again. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it kind of like, it's, it's like when people are mom's age would like go see like Hanson and you're like it's called a boy band and all these men are in their fifties. Like it's just kind of upsetting. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, so anyway, all that aside, um, th- it got really messy really fast and it found, it turned out that she found out about their, about the fact that he had filed for divorce in the press. Um, and you know, he said that it was because of an argument they had on his birthday, and so there was all this like speculation and um, as to what it was. And now she's filing for a petition for their kids to be released back to her in England, and it's it, it's all it's all been a lot. And then he threw shade at Taylor Swift because how you know how could she not be <laughs> involved here? Taylor Swift did took the opportunity to do the funniest thing. Right. Or, true. you know, they, and I do think Taylor and Sophie have been friends for a few years now. Yeah. But, um, to just go out to dinner. Right. And right. Get, you know, 
get photographed. Get photographed, and man, that was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> knowing that people were looking for photos of her, knowing yeah. that she was having the moment, and uh, and and yeah, and uh, it did feel like a. You know, I've gotten this you know, rightfully so, and I think for Taylor Swift is very important, right? The the reclaiming of a narrative about yourself, and right, it really felt like she was trying. To be like, let's reclaim, like let's reclaim this moment, and like right. if you're gonna come, step back out into the public eye, right? Like let's go, and be together, right? Right? And, like you know that'll be quite a moment, right? Yeah, yeah, and let's like, it's one of those things where it's like you can feel the moments that Taylor Swift is like, I'm the most famous woman in the world, and I'm going to use that power yeah. for good. You know what I mean? Like she was like, if I go out to dinner with you, yes. Don't worry about it. Like, and, and it is, I mean, people are just, people are not really interested in this whole narrative about, like, her not being, you know, her not being a good mother, her not being present enough, her not, you know, and, and, and so it immediately became this war of the PR camps and it got really messy. And then, like, he's dragging their kids out in public. Yeah. With the nanny, which is, like, a thing that, like, they've never done is, like, take their kids. Like, they've always been very private about their kids. And now, all of a sudden, he's, like, out to lunch it's with their very kids. very early to, like... 2000s. Yeah, it feels like that, doesn't it? It absolutely Messy does. Messy divorce. Yes, it absolutely does. Using, like, paparazzi as a, as a weapon. Would never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It but is like, not conscious. Whatever they conscious uncoupling. Conscious uncoupling. No, it is deeply unconscious... Uh, I don't even know what's the, I mean, they're, they are uncoupling, but it like, it's, I mean, they are, they are imploding is what they're doing. Like, it's just, it just, and it's like, it's so, it's so sad and it's so awful and it, but it also like, and it makes me feel like a little bit of a bad person, but like, I am also, I am enthralled. Like I am like glued to the, every piece of information I've gotten, you know, and it's not like, better than that, but I'm not right. No, and it's not, it's not like personal investment (laughs) where I'm like trying to like defend, you know, whatever. But like, it is like every piece of information I've gotten. I'm just like, wow, this is like, I mean, I just me shoving the popcorn in my mouth being like, and what else? Like. When the first time we were talking about it, somebody was like, you know, and what Alex and I had been talking about it in one of our group chats, and then somebody else texted about it in our other group chat, and we were like, oh my god, we've been talking about this literally all morning. Like it had been like a text conversation that had been going on for like maybe two hours with us like going through yeah. everything about it. Um, I ended up we sending communicate a lot constantly, constant communication. Um, but I ended up sending that Marie Kondo gif. That's just like I love mess. Like that's <laughs> with that with this. That's me. So um, yeah, um, I wish I was better than that, but I'm not. So and now we can finally is the year over. <laughs> the year's over now. We can finally loop full circle. September Taylor Swift. Taylor goes Swift to the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, and Chicago Bears game, and she is in the box. With Donna Kelsey. Donna Kelsey. Yeah, I have no and I have no thoughts about this and nothing at all to say. Inter- <laughs> I mean, the way <laughs> everyone lost their minds. Lost it. Chris Olsen, that's his name, right? I think Chris Olsen, the like commentator the on the, the, that game, uh, he was like, oh my God, 
I just see this fucking Taylor Swift. He was like, I just have to say 1989 is like one of my favorite albums. I was like, everyone was losing it. And it was so, I mean, as a person who is very invested in the Bills and football, and that's a big interest of mine. Yeah. Obviously, obviously so is Taylor Swift. Those worlds colliding has been so fun for me. It's so fun. It's so fun to hear grown men who like normally are like sports analysts or whatever like be like no she's like she's a dog like the way they talk about like the way they talk about like pat like they were talking about her like they talk about patrick mahomes and that is so cool yeah it's like a lot of them were like it's good like i I don't know who was but it's like no this is fun for football like and it's good for football it's good for football and it's funny and it's fun and it's cool to see her talked about in the way that we you know Obviously, athletes are people, like, male athletes, especially people we put up on right. huge pedestals. And to see her get talked about the way people talk about Mahomes was just cool. Right, He right. was, like, not the most important person in that stadium, which is probably never, never happens. That yeah. video of him waving up at her. <laughs> no, and, it, it, and the thing about that video that's so funny is it is so your best friend trying to embarrass you in front of, like, yes. the new person you're dating. Just being like, hey, girl. Like, <laughs> I see you. Like, And... It, no, but it, it because it's like male athletes are lauded for all of the things that like I think, you know, it, it's that it's and without getting into this whole thing, but like, you know, we've talked about that quote that Taylor Swift said where it, she was like all of the ways that people have like talked about my relationships and all of the stuff like it's been a way to delegitimize my craft and then like when she gets talked about in the way that male athletes get talked about, it's because it's, like, it's because of her fucking, like, discipline and her drive and her, like, all of these things that, like, maybe you don't get so much credit for having as a woman all the time. And they're just, like, have you fucking seen what she can do? I know, and it was, like, a little cringy. (laughs) Yeah. Travis Kelsey, they're both a little cringy at times. Yeah. Cute. But when he, like, the way he said it was a little cringe, if you will, but... When he was like, hey, I saw you, like, just crush at Arrowhead Stadium. Like, right. you should come see me. Like, yeah. so do I. Right. And, like, just that confidence, one, is, I mean, Love it. unmatched. Yeah. Two, like, to be like, oh, you're so good at this. That was not at all intimidating right. to me. Right. Or, like, any of these things. Mm-hmm. It was fucking cool. Yeah. It was cool to see someone else do that. Like, I do that, too. Right. And it's different, but you should come check it out, because it's also pretty cool. Yeah. It was, like... But also, just, like, it, like, the, the whole thing. I mean, it's, like, they seem so evenly matched, because it's, like, he just doesn't, like... It's not even, like, he doesn't care about the fame, or he's unaffected mm-hmm. by it, but it's, like... Because y- you he, can't be... But he's just very good-natured about it, and honestly, like, he's kind of a fucking showboat, and he seems like he's like, great, this works, this is fine. He's just, like, had an approach of, like, you know, I think, you know, they obviously asked him about it in one of the, like, pressers before one one of his games, Um, and he was like, you know, it's just part of it. Comes with the territory. It comes with it, and I understand. She's, like, incredible. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Also, the fact that they're incorporating Swifty questions on New Heights is my favorite thing. Oh, my God. Alex and I have kept continuing to say, what's what's a a down? What's a down? Um, (laughs) Who's Gronk? Who's Gronk? Every field has a Gronk. Um, The one one that absolutely sent me was a British girl being like, are you telling me that American football really has a position called tight end? Be fucking for real. (laughs) 
It's so good. And like I watch these two Australian chats and reacts and just like li- people just like now trying to like, you know, who is Travis Kelsey? Like, right. What's a what tight is, end? What does he do? Like, it's just so fun. Yeah. That, I mean, and the, and, you know, I, the NFL can pump the brakes with yeah. some of it. They've obviously have been trying for a very, very long time to make the sport international. Right. And also have a female viewership. Right. That is both happening and they do need to. Right. Uh, right. Calm down. Right. You know, but calm I, down. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Uh, sorry, this reminded me of Bill Belichick. If you do not know, um, who is the coach of the New England Patriots, said Travis Kelsey has had a lot of big catches in his life. This would by far be the biggest. Or great. It was so funny. I, the funniest thing he's maybe ever said. Yeah. Just like such a subtle, subtle roast. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, you know, and obviously, like, there's people that are like, you know, oh, Travis Kelsey's just as big as Taylor Swift. No, no, he's fucking not. I love her. Her cat has a net worth. also. Like, 30 times higher than his. Being able to take the joke of, like. Right. When Jason is like, so how does it feel that Taylor Swift finally put you on the map? map?" Yeah. And at the Eagles game, he was, uh, Jason, or Travis, (laughs) I hope Jason was at the Eagles game. (laughs) Travis went to go watch the the Eagles game this week, and someone gave him a friendship bracelet that just said "on the map." Oh my and he god! He laughed, and all of his friends laughed. That's like, so funny. Joe Alwyn could never. Right, exactly. It's like I mean, he has an ego, but I also think he has a healthy relationship with it, which yeah. is just like is kind of fun to see. Um, and like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just like it's cool and it's fun and it does like yeah. it feels like all the things that you love are coming together. And here's the thing, like. I personally have a beef with the Kansas City Chiefs because <laughs> yeah, the they have... the Kansas City Chiefs have hurt my feelings. Right. They have embarrassed me and all the men that I love <laughs> repeatedly. Raise your hand if you've been personally victimized. 100%. Uh, that being said, I have always kind of had a soft spot for Travis Kelsey because, first of all, he's a cocky idiot, which is a thing that, as I have said... <laughs> I regrettably I love um don't I don't want any feedback on that point I'll talk to my therapist about it um but also he's so fucking cute and he's so good at what he does which is another thing that I love we love a man who excels at his craft if you haven't already if you don't already know right we love he is one of the best tight ends to ever play the game yeah, which is, again, like, I, if you don't know about football, I understand why that's a silly sentence. Yeah. He is one of the best tight ends. It's so, <laughs> so silly. It's just so silly. I just, I didn't know. Like, it's because are you they saying... line up tight to, like, they're closer to the line, like, the offensive line, and I mm. didn't really, know. I never, I was never like, I never really thought about why no. they called it a tight end. Yeah. That was one of the questions. <laughs> that they that's answered. a good question, yeah. honestly. Um, if you haven't listened, they don't need an ounce more. Yeah, listening. we're gonna put Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. Nate reacts puts new heights on the map. It's a great What's podcast. Up? Whether Do you think or not, if we hashtag it, we'll get more. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, it's a great, it's a great listen. Travis Kelsey, you... Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> is that is that good for SEO? I did it. Oh. Should we write in a no? Dumb question. <laughs> I don't have, I know a lot about football. It was actually a thing that I know yeah. the, yeah, one no, of the I things really, I know that I don't think I have. I don't think I have any, like, super no, dumb questions. I still questions. have a lot to learn. I have learned. Someone asked about zone coverage. This is not important. <laughs> um, but I Focus up. 
but anyway, yeah, I love it. I love them leaving in the red convertible. I love her lipstick being oh, in his mustache. I love just, everything about it. They're so fucking cute. He, I'm so on I board. I like that he's like in, like he's obviously was a fan of her. Yeah. And when he was like, as we, he should be. And when he's like, when we drove off in the getaway car, I was like, no. <laughs> and then he, apparently he gave Wyatt. Uh, Jason Kelsey's oldest daughter a Polaroid camera for her birthday and I was like are you trying to kill the Swifties? The the one that really killed me is it's an old clip from New Heights where Jason is talking about when he saw Kylie for the first time and he was like and she walked in and it was like you know in a movie when you like see an angel like enter the room <laughs> it was like like the angels were singing and like you know whatever and Travis goes did that really happen? I want that. I've always wanted that. And everybody's like, guys! <laughs> like, girls are thirsting after this man so hard. And Alex is totally right. Oh, he's such a good sport about it all. Uh, he That's is corny, so though. Like, he's absolutely corny. Yeah, like, sometimes sure. he says shit, and you're just like, Jesus. But, like, so does our girl, and we love yeah. her anyway. Like, sometimes Taylor Swift says stuff, and you're like, Tay-Tay. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, They're both millennials. Yeah. They're the same age. His birthday is actually Marjorie, her grandmother. They have the same birth. Well, you know, not the same year, obviously, but the same birthday. <laughs> didn't, need, didn't need to clarify that at all. Travis oh, Kelsey's got an 87 year old woman inside his body. <laughs> the idea I'm just like sitting in his here, body as a passenger. I'm just sitting here being like, just being like, run faster, Travis. <laughs> any reason, either Josh Allen. Or Travis Kelsey was to listen to this episode <laughs> podcast, I would be mortified. <laughs> well, anyway, well, well, we've said some stuff, haven't we? And that, <laughs> so that's everything that happened this year. <laughs> Is that everything? I mean, what would yeah? What else? Oh, I was just gonna say we have October. Oh, what happened in October? All the bed bugs. That's all. That is only news for you. No, it's major news. <laughs> I have not seen it anywhere. Everybody comment if you have seen the, about the bed bugs in Paris. Let us know. This is a podcast. It doesn't have comments. You can comment on the podcast. On the need the. It's you can. Bed bugs. I've seen the bed bugs. Just like validating. Can you comment on our on Substack. Oh, on our Substack, yes. I thought you were talking about in the podcast. I was like, do I not know how this works? I I was like, babe, they can review our podcast. And if the first reviews that we get of our podcast are five stars, (laughs) I've also seen bed bugs. I'm gonna give up. Um, But I guess that's really... The bed bugs. Everything else we've talked about is like famous people and silliness. And you're like, gotta talk about the bed bugs. They're in Paris. (laughs) They're out here. Um... But yeah, yeah if you've seen bed books. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've really lost the thread. Mm-hmm. I hope Taylor, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift get married. I don't know. I've got Same. a lot like personally riding on this. Do you like that I made the thread of the entire episode just the year in Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah. I was like, how do I ground myself to what's happened this year? How do I make a general thesis statement about this year? I find a way to bring everything back to Taylor Swift. Here's what happened this month with Taylor Swift. She, I mean, she was just ever present this year, you know? She really was. She was making, she was, it's not just that the Eras Tour was happening, but I think it was that she was dictating a lot of the conversation online this year. Because she was back in a big way, you know? Like she, her personal life, has kind of been embargoed for yeah. the past several years because 
she's just been secretly dating yeah he who shall not be named and it you know now now she's back she's back in a big way she's at the top of her game and and i don't think it's, it's the year stop. for the girls and it's all we're gonna talk about you know yeah because we have the 1989 tv release mm-hmm. in like what 10 days mm-hmm. uh i do expect that we will either have a new taylor swift album or reputation by the end of the year i do not see her slowing down no um no, I think she will continue to dictate uh, yeah. pop culture. I mean, Beyonce went to the Eros Tour premiere. Oh, she did? Yeah. That's... Which I thought was cool. I feel like those are two people that the media still really let and fans like. Yeah, they like... often butt heads and, you know, it was nice to see them. They're on the two most famous and successful women just together. Yeah. Uh, to kind of be like, oh, it's okay. There's we can be, both we be can... on tour. We can both release movies. We can both be right. We can very coexist. successful, and we can coexist. Right, and it's fine. And they don't have anything to do with each other. Yeah, like it's fine. It's like the not yeah. not them as people, but I mean like yeah. the two like. And Beyonce looked great. I mean, Beyonce's killing it. When has she ever not looked great? <laughs> yeah, Beyonce's killing it. Yeah. She's uh, the the Renaissance tour looks pretty the visuals insane. Look so cool. Yeah. A lot of costume changes. Love. Big year for costumes. Yeah. Which, what are you being for Halloween? You know, I don't know. Guys, I... comment below if you think <laughs> it's lame for me to be a vampire. Should I be a bed bug? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, truly, if I you can. and I lived in the same place... I would tell you that Pete can be whatever he wants for Halloween, but you and me are going to go with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Can I that be Travis be... Kelsey? Yes, 100%. 100%. I'll wear three pairs of tights so I can be Taylor Swift. I will wear football pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this was fun. This was fun. I can't even begin to think about how long we've been talking yep not gonna think about um, it till we edit um really glad we did this though really to fun be... to remember what the fuck went on this year happy to be back happy to be back welcome leave us a comment rate review subscribe yeah. um yeah if you're getting this on the Substack feed remember you can go to wherever you listen to podcasts wherever your podcasts are sold <laughs> distributed <laughs> Um, and rate, review, and subscribe the same way you would, uh, with any other podcast. Yeah. So find us at Niche Reacts. Um, you'll know that it's us because there's a picture of us on the cover. It'll so. be obvious. It'll be clear. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if there's anything, uh, you want us to cover before the year's out, let us know and maybe we'll think about it. Yeah, we're a little behind. Yeah. So we have some work to do. Yeah. But we'll consider it. Yeah, we'll think about it. No we'll put it under consideration. We're going to stop sure. promising things. Yeah, we're never promising anything to anyone ever again. <laughs> it's going to be a real problem when Alex gets married. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for being here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, don't eat your friends. Don't eat, don't eat your friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.